All right, welcome to Against All Odds. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Brother Bry, Harry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Big, big, big Monday night, Memorial Day night. Happy Memorial Day to everybody. A little belated here, but the Islanders defeating the Brewers. What what a fun game, right? What a fun game for our downstaters. Really good. Looked like they were going to blow it. 3-1 lead. Boston had all the momentum back, and then it took some overtime. And they did it, Parlay Kid. 1-1, coming back to the Island. Coliseum. Oh, what a game, Sal. And I feel bad for people kind of like Harry. Uh, Me and, too. Uh, because thank you, thank people you. who don't like hockey that don't really they're not really into hockey. They don't have a team. Eddie Spaghetti and Mikey Meatballs know what I'm talking about. There's nothing like the hockey playoffs. If your team, especially, is in it, it is the greatest. That game last night. Wow, what a what a game! The Islanders just a, they're what a gritty bunch of players. Sal. Yeah. Well, and I and on the other hand, I feel bad for people who are into hockey and root for the Toronto Maple Leafs up three one oh. and can't put piece together a goal in Game Seven. My God, I lost enough on uh, that game and that series. But that's oh, uh, neither bad. here nor there. Knicks uh, coming up. That's Atlanta game. F- what what are we in now? Game five. They're down three one. Right. Five. Coming back to the Garden. We're gonna have our buddy Jerry Ferrara on to talk about a. Uh, he thinks about the series. We're going to go over all those games. Portland, Denver, Lakers, Phoenix. We're going to go over Knicks, Atlanta, and Dallas Clippers. Those are the four big ones coming up in the next couple of days. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Harry. Now, he takes a lot of abuse on this podcast, mostly from you guys, and I don't understand it, really. I just try <laughs> to step aside. I can't figure it out. But right. anyway. That, that's what you do, right? Uh, against uh, a lot of people's better judgment, I had Harry come out and watch the children as uh, the wife and I, you know, we, we took off. We left the country and now we're back. And Harry's main job was to shuttle my seven-year-old to his all-star travel team games. And they ended up being four and four games. It was one Friday, one Saturday, one Sunday. And they made it to the finals on Monday. Now, Harry, you did a great job. You kept score. You were friendly with all the parents. Mm. Um, Mm. It was a really fun experience from what I hear, other than we don't have to talk about how my son had a little mini breakdown on Monday and took himself out of the lineup in the championship game. But Harry, (laughs) tell us Sunday what happened. You you figured in prominently in the scoring and in the uh, in the actual outcome of the game, right? I did. But I I will say this for uh, for your youngest uh, son. For aside from what happened yesterday, he had he had in in those four games. He batted 11 times. He reached for space at least 11 times at bat. He was 11 for 11 on base. Well, it's going to be more than that. Yeah. But he did a great job, you know, but, but Thank on you. Sunday, yeah, it was a it's like his old man. Yeah. Parlay kid, reach base is all that matters, right? If you're forcing people out, it doesn't really matter, but yeah, 11 for 11 reach base. Look, Harry showed us the, Harry showed us the book. Yeah. He, I, I tell you what, uh, he brought down a lot of kids' averages over this weekend because I mean he gave a lot of errors out to, to batters. Like he said, if it was questionable, error. He gave him an error. Right. I, well, no, 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 I, was, I was fair. Questionable well, error. Giving like seven year olds errors like crazy. Unbelievable. We, I, was, I was fair, but we had a we had a, it was a great game on it was a great game on Sunday. Uh, down most of the game, team they lost to this team uh, the day before, so they're down most of this game. They fought back. 
They're down 11-10 in the last, you're supposed to play six innings, but because the game went so long, it was only going to be five innings, so they had right. their last at bat, and your son, Sal Harrison, started off the rally with a base hit in the in the bottom of the fifth. Uh, he scored the tying run, um, yeah. but then he didn't start. Then, but then after, because of the rule where you can't round the bases once the ball's in the infield, they scored, and this is the team that was doing it the day before, so... Uh, Harrison scored, but then they called him back, so he didn't this score the tying run. This is really ran. hard. This is really hard to Good follow. Lord, Harry. <laughs> Please. I hope your vetics is a little more uh, succinct. Then. Well, Anyways, listen, you did a good job. The they they, they, they the win the game, run. right? They and they the win game. the game in the fifth, and then the coaches flip out because they think we batted out of order. And Harry, what I'm trying to get to, you became the hero because you came the book and uh, you were keeping the book. And you you had a whole actually yeah. bring it to their attention, right? Had to bring it to their attention, show them that it didn't bat out of order. The only problem was the your uh, son's coach put the wrong numbers on the team's names or the I players' see. names. So that was the screw up. But they shouldn't even there came up go. with that. They're seven year old kids. I got to say the, the whole thing, Parley kid. I don't know if you even remember this from seven year old baseball. That every single play is argued because. And some teams are more aggressive. They send their kids on everything, right? So if there's a ball like being bobbled in the infield and the kids running a third, they'll send them home. And like it really, it, it, it they make too much of it. The rule should be if the ball is under control in the infield and in the dirt part, whether it's an outfielder running it in or they have control, you can't advance another base. That's all the umpire has to say. And then that'll be fine. But no, there's so much gray area now and everyone will send them back. It would be better, Sal, if the ump just comes out and says time. Just scream time. Everybody, yeah, right. third, third, yeah. Put second. your two hands up, play the timeout, dead, dead ball mm. right now. Right, Parley Kid? But it's just every single play is like this. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> might course. as well send them because there's nothing, unless he's going to get thrown out, you might as well send them every time because worst penalty is that the ump just sends them back, you know? But oh my God. They were every calling course. the commissioner. So that's why they calling the commissioner. Yeah, that's why team. you watch the game from far away, right? And you don't I, have to get involved in the nonsense, right? And I watched from two thousand miles away. Do. It was great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I will say this is this is the Harry doing the scorebook uh, in the fourth inning. This is three straight at bats: e five, e six, e five. Oh, Harry. So, Come on. Harry, the parents must be very upset at Harry. Harry, the ground ball is short isn't an automatic out in a seven-year-old baseball, right? So I, I understand, but when it's right at him and he boots it, and, and there's no force. Second, uh, shortstop and, uh, during the whole tournament, shortstop and third were making plays throwing the first. Right. So if it's right at him and they boot it. Eh. You said Harrison's team turned like three double plays. Listen, right? Everybody can't get hits like that like Derek Jeter did in his career. Oh, yeah. my God. All right. He said it. <laughs> uh, listen, let's move on from Little League Baseball because there's something even more exciting, if you can believe it. It's called Race to 10 Tuesday, and we're there. We're only a few hours away. Now, we're three and one. What we do is we pick a game. And then one of you, one of the members of the trifecta picks a team in that game to score 10 points before the other team. And we all bet it and we root for it like freaking lunatics for anywhere between five and 16 minutes, depending on timeouts and depending on how missed shots and everything else. And it's very, very fun. And we do it on Twitter. We get you. We show it to you live. Brother Brian, we're taking the early game, Brooklyn and and uh, Boston. Now, did we take? No, we couldn't have taken this game before, but I feel like we've bet. Who have we bet before? The Nets? No, we had Boston. We bet against the Nets. I can't remember what the hell we did. No, anyway. I, I was supposed to take the Celtics, and then I, I screwed That's it up, right. and that would have been a winner. So we <laughs> switched it. over to the Suns last week. Okay. All right. Brother Brian, who are we taking? Are we taking the Nets, or are we taking the Celtics? The Celtics look like they're dead now, down 3-1. I know. 
I know this is this is really tough, and I hate doing this to you guys, but I, I kind of have to. I'm taking the Celt. I'm taking the Celtics. <laughs> okay, uh, plus one fifty. Look, the Nets are minus right. minus Nets are minus one ninety four. I didn't know. I didn't know if it was worth it for a race to ten to to jump yeah. on something that that was that high. I mean, look, the Nets may just come out, especially after the Kyrie thing, and just beat the shit out of the Celtics from the get go. Right. But the but I will say in the the race to ten in the first four games, the Celtics have have won it three times. Both teams, I think, the prior eight games, I think they were both like four and four in the regular season. So there's really not necessarily a lot of rhyme or reason to this. I think you just have to hope maybe <laughs> you really just have to hope Tatum or smart get hot, you know, and I just, I can't, I, I don't know. I can't be putting $600 to win 300. I, I got you uh, tonight. I'm with the, you. I think it's, good. I like it. I like it. Let's do it. Celtics plus one. I agree, bro. I like the pick. I would have, yeah, it's too much money to lay on a first to 10. I mean, come on. Yeah. Good, who's, co- who- good call. Well, let's see, but who's winning that tip for us, Brian? We got to win that tip, right? Yeah. Right uh, off the bat. I'm Let's gonna yeah. Yeah, no. Um plus yeah, one fifty that they I get to look, ten. Yeah, I have to look at those odds again for the tip because the Nets the Nets lineups, they don't necessarily have Jordan out there anymore. So you know, we should to... be keeping track if any one of our uh many, many, many listeners wants to keep track of teams that win the tip and if they get to ten first, it's probably our guy Tristan Thompson, right? Oof. Yeah. Right there. All right. Yeah. So Celtics plus one fifty. Tune in with us. We'll give you a heads up on uh yeah. on Twitter, but that game starts uh, 7.30 Eastern. We'll get in, we'll get out, we'll be on for 10 minutes. You get all these guys' picks at extrapoints.com. Brother Bry, white hot, hit his last four. Parlay Kid thinks he hit three of his last four, <laughs> and we don't want to talk about what Harry has or hasn't done. Mm-hmm. Real quick, uh, also extrapoints.com slash draft. You could take a look at our we did a draft. What was it? In February, it was a couple weeks after the Super Bowl. We did a futures draft. All the extra points talent. Yes, all of them. Damashek, Hench is in there. Hench already crying about his Naomi Osaka. Does he get the money back? I mean, we may have to give him his $25 back after that. I don't know. It's a weird withdrawal. The books are split on it, whether or not they're refunding the Naomi Osaka French open bets. But Brother Bright took the lead with Chelsea winning at Stupid game against Man City <laughs> and Julius Randle winning that stupid award for most improved player. Yes. Um, I don't want to, a lot of us bet that and we won 26 to one odds or whatever it is. And I would say hide that money somewhere in like an offshore account because I think they're coming after it. I think they could actually take our money back for the <laughs> what we reaped in the Julius oh. Randle most improved player odds because he has not been improved. He's been um, disproved. I don't know what it is. May have to give it back. Tatis keeping me in it with 16 home runs, brother Brian. But you seem to have a, a commanding lead here. I, I know. So what am I? I'm at like plus 2,300 or something, whatever. But I yeah. I did get a, I am a little nervous because like Jim, Jim, I think Jim has like $100 on Guerrero at 25 to one for the home run. Do you, Jim? I think so. I think Jimbo. so. So, so some, some shit like this is going to happen again. This is like our Super Bowl. Uh first touchdown pull yeah i think if you could avoid the <laughs> the home run thing or if there's a split for tie yeah. for most home runs or that's something, what i need i need a split there you're in decent should, shape should be good shape sons baby though sons look out for the sons what do we have five you know what, though so six weeks for that all-star golfer. game oh yeah yeah people have golfers right? too for people us have the open golf, got a couple two, there's still uh, some good ones yeah two majors left i think i have hovland to win like the u.s i mean it's, he's not gonna win it but it, I think the odds got to be, I forget what they were, but they were pretty astronomical. So Check that yeah, out. You never know. Long. Somebody could jump in. Extrapoints.com slash draft. 
and you could uh, follow along with those. Our futures bets. It's actually a draft with futures bets. That it was soccer a lot of fun. game was lame. That was so well, lame. Well, I got it in my Come bet. I, and I, I mean, I had a rooting interest in it, and it was still lame. <laughs> that's that's the sad thing about soccer. You can Bri, tell you me if you want it. out there. Bri liked Please. it around the 42-minute mark right there. Yeah, well, Chelsea yeah, once, scored. Once they took the lead. Plus, I, had, I, I, I also bet them getting a half a goal for the game. So I was. I got, I got, you know, I got well, yellow, card, really, yellow card for knocking out, uh, knocking out Man City's best player. It seemed like a pretty good trade-off, right, for, <laughs> yeah. uh, for Chelsea? That wasn't that bad. Yeah, probably. But uh, yeah, there you go. All right, right now it's time to deep dive in the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call Bed Aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. Yes, yes, yes. Bed Aches is brought to you by our friends at PropSwap. Uh, yeah, I was with you, Parley Kid. I had Man City plus a half a goal. So just, you know, they were minus oh, 250 gosh. to lift the cup. But I figured, all right, they'll at least get to overtime and be 0-0, zero, zero, be one nothing. They'll score a goal, right? That's all they really needed to do. Nope. What did I owe? I, oh, I had Spieth to close out a parlay. I had him with the Hawks or something, and freaking Cockrack beats him up on Sunday, so that was done. But anyway, it seems like Harry, I mean, he was begging, begging to take over this bedache segment because he's like, I don't know, I have four or five to choose from. I was like, well, don't choose from any of them. Just, just sure. do them all, Harry. Let's hear yeah. your bedaches for this past weekend. This all happened, by the way, within an hour of each other. So um, I did have an eight-teamer, and um, my only lo- I'll get to my loser in a second, but on Saturday, I'll rip through it real quick. Eight-team parlay, Blazers plus two and a half, blowout, de- blowout Denver. Jazz, uh, Memphis, over 214, easy winner. Bradley Beal, under four and, a half, four and a half sets, easy winner. Tatis, over one and a half bases, had a grand slam. Leafs, plus one and a half, losing overtime. Brad Marchand scores to score to score a point, had a goal early on, and had David Pasternak to score a point, had a hat trick, had a hat trick in game one against the Islanders. And my loser was C.J. McCollum, over two and a half threes against Denver. He had two threes in the first six minutes of the game. <laughs> first six minutes of the game, went 0 for 5 the rest of the game. And meanwhile, that game was early, so I lost that early, but then I look back and I'm like, are you kidding me? Somebody, please, Marchant or Pasternak, don't score. Please don't score. Of course they both do. So that's my only loser on an A-teamer. And at the same time, then, like I said, within within uh, an hour of each other, Memphis, plus nine on a teaser against Utah. With three minutes to go, they've got the ball down one. Plus nine on a teaser, lose by 10. And, of course, I bet the Maple Leafs, scumbags. Uh, every year, these, this team is a bunch of scumbags with all these Whoa. offensive players that can't do crap and get get to the next round of the playoffs. I take them when they're tied in the uh, third period. I take third period uh, Leafs to win the game. They lose in overtime all within an hour of each other. Then you know, not to mention, this North Division in, in hockey has been awful for me all year. Edmonton, Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa, and Vancouver. All have butchered me this season. I hate hockey. I hate the alignment. It sucks. Well, don't yeah, disagree yeah. with you, Sal, about the Islanders and the, and the Bruins game. And forget it. Vancouver's yeah, still playing some regular season games. I think uh, that, that by the way, that yeah. yeah, that screwed me. Did they have to play those like three games, four games for the Calgary? If they didn't, I don't lose my uh, season bet on them over sixty-one and a half points. Oh, but stop. they do, and I lose oh, that. Oh, oh, wow. So you want a break because you want no one to play their, their sure. scheduled yeah. games. I see. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully, you want all your money back on my kid Harrison's little league game, so that's good. Oh, boy, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, 
Yeah, and I'm glad you were able to watch the games because you were at I mean, my honestly. house. Actually, I, ha- I get access to all these games, so you yes, get to see them yeah. lose uh, right there live. All right, Bri, <laughs> you have some text exchanges that uh, add color to this. Yeah, these are, these are uh, I don't know really the order of these. These started, uh, I think, on Thursday or Friday, all these bad games Harry had. So I, I, excuse uh, if it's hard for me to read some of these, Harry's English is really bad. Oh, shut stuff. up. Plus, I'm shut not up. sure. Are we okay with cursing? There's a lot of cursing in these. Um, we'll bleep it, yeah. So he this is his first one. On guys I bet to make threes, my guys are one for 14. And, good. and fucking canes. And then he writes Crowder and Pope. Brutal. This is the first text. Um, <laughs> second one, uh, Aiton over with seven minutes in third. And like a dick, I parlayed it to Crowder over threes. He's 0 for 7 in the game. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else we got? Um, oh, let's see. He says, Clippers are dirty scums. Oh, <laughs> they then, are. And then uh, fucking bet That's those. Not- Fucking bet those choking scumbag leaves after leaves. after yep. the second period. Yep, got that one. Followed by <laughs> followed, followed by I'm yep. ice cold again. <laughs> Harry's therapy sessions are and, terrific. They and really then, are. And then he sends us a screenshot of the McCollum bet, which he is exactly right on what he told us. He says, "Please let McCollum be. Please don't let McCollum be the only loser." <laughs> and then followed by. Followed by te- about 10 minutes later, McCollum was only loser. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, these therapy sessions over text with the fellas, I mean, they rival only Tony Soprano and Dr. Melfi, honestly. Uh, it's really terrific stuff. Uh, um, something else. And then I could, going, keep, I could keep going. He says, uh, wow, and I, and I got Memphis plus nine teaser. What a joke. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I think we get the point. I don't know. Unfortunately, I got I, Sal. You're not around, and I, I am harassing the guys a little bit. Too bad. You, you, happy birthday, by the way, to your bro, your son Archie. Uh, you yeah. know, today, um, uh, he had to sit there and endure, uh, endure the uh, Memphis game with me. That was brutal. Oh, wait. Can I, I, Sal, I'll just finish it off. Yeah, yeah there's, 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 there's one yeah. or two more. That's all right. Go ahead. Yeah, and this is unreal. TPK. I needed Leafs to win the series for parlay. Another 180 swing for me. Like, so let's keep it in perspective here, though, right? A 180 swing. Eh, it's, you know. Yeah. And then right. he goes on to. Then he goes on to kill swing, our friend. Then he goes on. Then he goes on. You're a thousand. Then he said, with all this stuff I got to deal with, and then I got thinking, pissing me off. He was very By the way, he called me this morning. I think we made up. Okay, great. There you <laughs> go. All yeah. right, so something good has come out of this. Yeah. <laughs> I think a uh, half-wit friend is made up with Terrible. Him. Uh, all right, let's hear the bed ache song again. Get us in the mood. When a bet makes you sick And you make the wrong pick It's a bed ache It's a bed ache there you go. Betix, like I said, brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on NBA championship and Stanley Cup futures when you buy directly from other bettors on PropSwap. And now it's time for another edition of the Extra Prop of the Week. Ooh, this one centers on Game 3 of the Bruins Islanders series Thursday night. Here we go. What will be the number of Bruins shots on goal plus the Islanders hits? In the regular season, Boston averaged 33 shots per game and New York 26 hits per game, both third in the league to enter. Tweet us your guess at Extra Points Pod and at PropSwap with the hashtag, hashtag ExtraProp. You must be following both accounts to win. The winner will receive a $280 nice. 
Bruins Stanley Cup ticket courtesy of PropSwap. Mm -hmm. That's to win $280 on the Bruins to hoist the Stanley Cup. Go to PropSwap.com today or download the PropSwap app to find the best odds nationwide. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. That's a fun one. All right, Harry, what are you going to guess so people know what to take uh, stay away from? Uh, number one shots say, on goal uh, and yeah. Islanders hits. I'll say uh number of bad beats I've had in the last week and a half, so I'll say 56. 56. Okay, so the average they gave us is 59. So you know now to stay away from the number 56. Other Everything else, you should be <laughs> okay. Is that game Thursday or Wednesday? Thursday night. It so is Thursday, Thursday night. night. All right. All right a couple. Mikey Meatballs is going to be at the game. So oh, be the oh nice. Awesome. nice. That's a yep. lot of fun. Yep. Prop swap where America buys and sells sports bets. Yes. All right. Let's go to the NBA here. And we got a couple of fun ones tonight. Portland at Denver. Denver minus one and a half. 226 is the over under. What do we have going here? It's 2-2. Two -two. It's been a fun series. Game four was weird, right? Lillard was one for 10. Jokic yeah. had 16. He sat out the fourth. And they killed him. Portland still killed him to even things up. And Parley Kid, I checked. I was like, oh, I like Lillard over four and a half threes. I like I did about 10 minutes worth of research. And I see, oh, Parley Kid has that. So there you go. So look, <laughs> I skipped that. I'll give you my pick in a second. As long as I mentioned it, Parley Kid. Lillard over four and a half threes, you get plus money. Yeah, so I'm looking for him to bounce back from uh, probably his worst game of the season, or at least of the playoffs especially. But they didn't really need him as it turned out, right? He was more of a distributor. I mm -hmm. think he shot one for 10 from three-point range, or was it? Maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe that was That's from, what the, it field. Was. from yeah. the field. One for six. From the field. Right? One for six, I think, from three. Uh, but prior to that, Sal, it was really the volume he had in the first three games. 16, 16, and 12. He made five, nine, and five in those first three games. I think yep. if his volume goes up again uh, to where he's in the double digits, he's going to go over... Uh, this four and a half shooters, you know, they tend to rebound the very next game. And the fact that you're getting plus money mm -hmm. on a guy who's might take 12, 13, 14, three pointers. I think he makes five and we win this bet at plus one Oh six. Yeah. I had him adjusted and adjusted. I had him in an adjusted and a parlay. Of course, it was the only loser over three, three over two and a half threes, I guess. So they'd make three or oh, more. Man. What the hell? I mean, honestly, you're told the Blazers are going to win by 20 and they win by 20. Wouldn't you think Lillard would 20. hit three? Like, yeah. how much, how the freak much would you put on Lillard to have three or more threes? Oh. Didn't happen. All right, Harry, you like the Blazers, the underdog Blazers, to win on the road. Yeah, I do. I'm like you guys mentioned, you know, go figure. Dame makes one basket and Portland still wins by 20. Mm. Craziness, right? But still, Nurkic picked it up. Uh, Norman Powell had wow. 29. He was fantastic. And despite only making those two threes, still, CJ McCollum <laughs> had a good game at the heavy at 21 points. Uh, those three guys really picked up the slack. Denver is just off. Portland's better in the series, better field goal percentage, better from three-point range still. And if not for a wild fourth quarter from Austin Rivers in game three, the Blazers would be up 3-1 in the series. I like Portland plus one and a half. Small, a small dog on the road to win game five. All right. Well, Brian, I think I'm going to jump in here. Sorry to interrupt. I was going to say right. for last, but because Harry's been losing in such spectacular fashion, I think the Blazers will be up one with little time left. And Jokic hits a three, and that's it. There's like mm. point four left, and that's why I'm taking Denver. I took Denver to win the series. I think to do so, they'll need to win tonight. Uh, I still keep waiting for the triple overtime thriller between these two. Maybe it comes mm, this evening. But the Blazers look too comfortable in game four, if that sounds, you know, if that's 
even a thing. But uh, I also looked the Nuggets four and one against the number in their last five Tuesday games. Maybe that should be our race to ten pick. Mm. Four and one against the spread last five Tuesday. <clears throat> Whole thing. Jokic sits out, had a little bit of a breather. I think they win. Goes game six to Portland. And uh, again, we have Harry with the Blazers plus one and a half as a as good a trend as any as I could pick for this game in support of Denver. All right, Bri, you like a lot of points here. Yeah, I like the over 226. Look, it's come down, obviously, after that game four. But the mm-hmm. first three games of the series averaged 235. Nurkic, I will say Nurkic <clears throat> and Trailblazers were much better defensively in game, uh, in game four. But Denver just couldn't buy a bucket. They shot 34% from the field, 29% from three. Uh, the Nuggets and Trailblazers were two of the top eight scoring teams, I think, in the league this year. So Denver's going to be better offensively in game five at home, especially. The Trailblazers are going to score. I mean, like you said, Lillard was, you know, again, one for 10, but he was a plus 33, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to have a much better game. Uh, I think I think this game gets to the low 230, so I, I would definitely take the over here. All right. Another good uh, Western Conference battle. My God. And what, what are the odds for this? I forgot to look for the odds for this series. But we're looking at the Lakers now. All of a sudden, an underdog. Five and a half points in game five. Phoenix tied. That's it's ma- amazing the shift, right? It was 2-1 Lakers. Game four home. We're not sure if Chris Paul's playing. All right. Lakers are advancing, right? That's just how it goes for the Lakers. Nope. Now it's 2-2. We don't know if AD is playing. Probably not playing, right? I think he was listening. Yeah, oh, like he's not. Uh, unlikely, I think. Unlikely. Phoenix, yeah. five and a half point favorite. And Chris Paul, a miraculous uh, recovery. So, I don't know. Phoenix, five and a half point favorite. 207 is the over under. We got player props all over the place. Looks like no one wants to touch this game. Paul, I can't start us off. Yeah, my wrong here for really rooting against the Lakers. I don't, <laughs> I, I'm done with the Lakers. I'm sorry. They're boring. They're, they bore me. Boring. I want to see the Suns. You're right, your TPK. Team right You're there. right. Let's go, let's go. And and so I'm stealing this pick from Harry's pick last week. I'm, I'm, uh, this is rare for me to do, but Harry on several times, uh, has stolen my pick. So I'm going to come back with Aiton over 14 and a half points at minus 112. Uh, last game was his lowest output at 14 points. Prior to that, he was over 20. In the three previous games, mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't have AD to contend with now. He's averaging 19.8 points per game in these four games. He's shooting 81% in, in these games. Obviously, everything is around the rim. Chris Paul looked a lot healthier last game. I think a little penetration and dish for a nice, easy layups to Aiton is uh, more uh, available to him right now. Uh, I think over 14 and a half, why not? The trend is there. Uh, and at basically even odds, I, I gotta love this. Harry pointed it out last week, and nothing has changed from this. Nothing. And when I did, and when I did give it out, Darren, when I did give it out last week on against our odds, he did go over fourteen and a half points with like eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Absolutely, there you it's go. Been great, mm-hmm. been very solid, very solid. Give him credit for God's sakes. All right, Harry, jump in there. So since that pick was stolen from me, what are you going with? I'm gonna go with the player prop as well. I'm gonna take, uh, even though he's <laughs> Brian ripped off some oh, uh, no. messages of my. Uh, Jay Crowder screwing me. I'm going to take Jay Crowder over two and a half threes (laughs) at plus 112 up until Sunday when he finally got things going. uh, He he, he had three threes. He was five for 30 from three point range, but still, Crowder is back in Phoenix where I think he gets his confidence back. Phoenix has their confidence back. Crowder helps Phoenix. 
uh, with at least three threes tonight. He's averaging seven attempts per game in the series. I like Phoenix to win this game as well. But Jay Crowder, over two and a half threes tonight, lights it up for Phoenix. Phoenix 168, minus 168 to finish off the Lakers in this series. Minus 168, Mm, Lakers plus 136. I think I had the Lakers in six. Not as excited about that anymore with this Anthony Davis. Bri, you love the Anthony Davis thing that he can't get up. You you said we're going to be visiting him in a convalescent home in about uh, two and a half years. Maybe we won't be visiting. Why would he allow us to see him? But uh, either way, you like Drummond to have a big game in his absence. Yeah, I mean, I like him over 10 and a half rebounds. I know everybody hates him. Lakers fans seem to hate him. Um, But they're going to have to rely on him a little bit more, unfortunately. I mean, he's been averaging 20 and a half minutes per game and 10 and a half rebounds per game. So this line is at 10 and a half rebounds. His his minutes are going to go up. So his rebounds are going to go up. It's it's funny when you look at his minutes and rebounds, especially over his last like 15 games, it's pretty much like one rebound for every two minutes. So mm-hmm. I, I think um, to end the regular season when he played a little bit more, he was averaging 13 rebounds over his last five games. Again, when he was probably getting like 24 types of minutes. So it just seems low to me, uh, this number. So I, I, you know, I definitely would grab it now. I know AD hasn't officially been ruled out, but I think it's likely he's definitely not playing. All right. You know what I'm going to do here? I'm going to take the Lakers without taking the Lakers. And I I think two things are going to happen next week or so. I think Portland and Denver are going to play a massive classic game like they often do. And I think LeBron has to step up. And so he's running out of time to step up. And I don't fall fall for that. I'm not 100%. I'll never be 100% before again. But I think he goes over his point rebound assist total of 43.5. Now you have to lay minus 138 on that. And to me, I'm I'm reading into the fixed line here because his game logs don't indicate that he's going to do this. All right, I think he was at 43 last game, right? 25. Let me do a quick math. 25. Uh, no, no, he was okay. Yes, 25, uh, six and 12. Harry, what is that? That's 43. 43. Well, before that, before that, he wasn't even really close. 21, no. nine and six, and 23, nine and four, six. and 18. 10 and 7. Like, what the hell is going on here? Like, this is either 7 points up or he's going to get 50. Well, so that's the thing. With Anthony Davis out, we're going to see maybe close to triple-double numbers, right? I think like 28, 8, and 8, something like that. Does that just put me over? That's not very good. That's not a very uh, good endorsement of that. But I think like... (laughs) By half a point. That would be 44. Okay, well, that's enough. But I actually think he'll get more like 30 (laughs) points or something. I I don't know. I I don't think he's dead. I don't think the Lakers are dead. And maybe they lose a close one, but I don't think it'll be because of LeBron, a lack of effort here. He really steps it it up. He knows where it is. 43 and a half is the over-under. You know, we're scheduled to do Atlanta and the Knicks next, but let's save that for when Jerry comes on in uh in 10 or 15 minutes and let's jump right to dallas and the clippers what a series this has been right dallas beats up on the clippers the clippers are left for dead we're talking about Kawhi, where he's going to go next year and then they bounce right back and take both in dallas and now they're favored by seven and a half in game five and series is knotted up two two seven and a half over under 217 I'm going to make it simple. I'm going Clippers money line in the over at plus 154. Kawhi is insane. He's shooting 62%. It feels like more. feels like it's like 83%. They got Reggie Jackson back in the starting lineup, which I guess it leads to fast break points. It kind of settled the team. You know, they're not getting down by nine or 10 points, which has seemed to be their uh, 
They're Waterloo. They can't come back from that. I, I expect a lot of points to be scored. 217 is the number. Dallas averages 116. They allow 114. So give me Clippers money line and give me the over 217. You get plus 154 right there. Um, Parley Kid, you're going against me. Well, you're taking going the points. Going against you here, Sal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just take the points. This series has been too strange, right? We saw, yeah. uh, you know, the uh, road teams have won every game. Uh, I, I guess it doesn't really matter where these teams are playing. A lot has to do with how Dallas is going to shoot. Uh, Luca could not have probably been worse for him, at least. Uh, we, we, you know, as, as Knicks fans, we've seen play, our best player play worse. But mm. uh, Lucas talking about a little had a little neck pain the other night or something. You're, like now, that, you're, when you say your best or, player, is it you're talking about Porzingis or Hardaway? <laughs> oh, well, they're not still Knicks. Okay, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's yeah. But look, they've been better since they've left. But right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing is, and that's Dallas needed those guys to step up the other night, and they really right. did it uh, when they needed them. Uh, so. I think Luca gets back to somewhere where he was playing before. I mean, he's a fantastic player. You know, the the Mavs in the first three games shot 55 mm-hmm. for 109 from three. So over 50%. They went five for 30 in the last game. I think there's somewhere in between those numbers. They're going to shoot the ball better. Uh, they know they got to they, they come out here with a much better effort. Uh, they are a good team. Good teams don't tend to lose three in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. I think they keep it close. I'm not sure if they win this one, but I think they cover the seven and a half. So, all right, Harry, you're on the exact opposite side there. So good. For I am. You. I'm. T- I'm. I'm gonna lay the seven and a half for the Clippers. But I actually hope Parlay Kid is right. I- I've been dead, dead wrong uh, in all what? four games. You're of the rooting series. against your pick here. I'm what rooting against my pick because I've been dead wrong in all four games of the series. I hate both teams. I mean, Dallas puts <laughs> up 140 in LA. Then they score 81 in game four at home. Not In game three, I would have swept the board for against all odds our show that we did on Thursday if the if Dallas would have covered on Thursday uh, when then they were up 20 and they lose that game. So uh, I'm taking the Clippers because I hate L.A. more than Dallas. So hopefully I'm 0 for 5 in the series and uh, Dallas covers. That's my That's my reasoning on taking the Clippers. All right. I mean, Luca's got this next strain. They say he's improved. He should be ready to go. But it really comes down to these these stars of these teams, right? I mean, it sounds stupid, but all right, Chris Paul, Denny Davis, Luca, those guys are gone. It's a whole different story, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. if you only know uh, what you're getting out of those guys, uh, Brother Brian, we made fun of Hardaway in the Knicks, but you like him in a player prop. Yeah, I like the Hardaway over two and a half threes. You got to lay minus 138. Uh, maybe look at some alternate lines, maybe the over I think over three and a half is like two to one or something like that. But as soon as I said Hardaway has been great for the Mavs, he went to shit. Uh, yeah. He was off, awful in game four. He wasn't even really good in game three, uh, but he, he was still averaging five threes per game in, in games one through three. In the month of May in the regular season, he averaged four threes per game. He gets a lot of open looks. He just missed them. He just missed them in, in, game, in game four. So I think he bounces back and he hits uh, three or four in this one. There you go. All right, we'll go over uh, Atlanta and New York. Knicks are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> are they trying to trap you or what? 208 is the over-under. But let's talk about our friends from FanDuel. Yes, NBA playoffs are here. We wouldn't have discussed it for 15 minutes just now if they weren't. But you'll be in hoops heaven, betting all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. So many exciting matchups. FanDuel taking that excitement to another level because new and existing users, all customers, can bet risk-free throughout the playoffs. Once you have a FanDuel Sportsbook account, you can bet a same-game parlay risk-free every week. 
combine multiple bets for an even bigger win. And if you don't win, you get up to $10 back. Yes, lots of intriguing matchups. We went over all of them. Now's the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot. You can get, if you're a new user, in addition to the same game parlay stuff, your new users get $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. This is the deal you need, Harry. You need to be like a new user all over the place. You know what I'm saying? And then just keep getting thousands of dollars back. Sign up with promo code against all odds to bet the NBA playoffs risk-free. That's code against all odds exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. All right, let's switch gears. NHL. Now we're officially down to eight teams. I'm not counting Vancouver, who I just, I mentioned still has their regular (laughs) season again. We're down to eight teams because Toronto bailed out against Montreal. Some of these other series obviously still going on. Bruins, Isles, deadlocked at one. Uh, I'm looking at these odds. Wait, let me pull them up here. To win the Stanley Cup, right now, it goes Avalanche plus 145, Lightning 4 to 1, Bruins 5 to 1, Vegas Knights 10 to 1, Hurricanes 12 to 1, Isles 12 to 1, Canadians 17, and the Winnipeg Jets also 17 to 1 odds. Chalky pick, maybe stupid, but this Avalanche team is ridiculous. They've won 10 in a row. Did I get that right? They won their last five regular season games. Then they swept the Blues. Then they destroyed uh, the Vegas Knights. They're plus 145, garbage number to win it all. But I really think they're going to be in the final four. And plus 145, I don't know. Then they're going to play one of these other Canadian teams or something. Check this out, Brother Bry. They cover the minus two and a half every playoff game. Four to one, six to three, five to one, five to two, and seven to one. Where the hell are we with this team? Why aren't we betting them? Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog scored two goals each the other day. Kale McCarr assisted on three goals, scored one, and uh, Grubauer made, I think, 24 saves. He's not shook yet in the net. I, I, I like him at plus 145. Not a great number, but I think in like a week and a half, you'll be like, oh, my God, how are they minus 250? This is insane. That's who I'm going with. Uh, Harry, we'll go to you because I think this is just a troll pick. I don't know. I, nobody likes Winnipeg. Does anyone have Winnipeg to win the cup except you? Well, listen, why not Winnipeg? Um, they swept the Oilers. Nobody saw that coming. Uh, that was amazing. Held them to hardly, like maybe a goal, almost a little over a goal and a half a game. Um, they, they Now they get Montreal. They get a gift here where they, I guess, where they don't have to play uh, Toronto. They were six and three versus the Canadians this season. And Parlay Kid always says, always says, all you need is a goalie who can stand on its head during the playoffs and you can make a run. Connor Hellebuck has been doing that Goals against the average, like I said, against Edmonton was 1.60. And Blake Wheeler and Kyler, uh, Kyle Connor um, are solid wingers. Why not Winnipeg? Mm. I go at it with Damashek about this. I mean, we agree on this and how like the, the NHL can't put their best foot forward. They can't put the teams, the front. And now he said the Penguins should be in every final, which is ridiculous. By the way, that Boston crowd is so much better than Pittsburgh. This series is so much oh, better. Spaghetti, yes, jump yep. in here right now. That This series is better, right? It's just more fun to watch. It's so much better, and I'm way happier to talk with Hench about the game than hearing what Dave has to say. So it's way better uh, in text message, and it's way better on the show. Good. Good for you. Good for all of us. But that said, we don't want a Winnipeg Carolina final and I hate it, but that's what that's kind of what hockey produces some of these years, right? The President's Cup winner hasn't won in a decade, I don't think. Or hasn't made the finals? Definitely hasn't won, but may may not have even made the finals in 10 years. Parley kid, you're doing a dastardly act here by picking against the Islanders. Yeah, um I don't like to have to do this. 
Uh, but I think just like you just said about the Avalanche, and by the way, the Avalanche treated me very well this year. I mm. went, they were probably my favorite uh, extra points pick during the hockey season. Anytime right. they lost, I'd come back with them to win minus one and a half. Did it every single time. Probably like five for five on that this year. So I have a rooting interest with the Avs too. But so if you're watching this series with this Islander uh, uh, Bruins, uh, the fact that I hate to go against the Islanders here by, by picking the Bruins to win the cup, but the Bruins are just a dynamite, dynamite team. So I think just looking at value at plus 500, I've said I think the team that gets out of this division is your Stanley Cup winner. Mm. They they are the most they're the physical teams. They're teams that can play any different style. You want to play physical, we'll play physical. You want to show some skill, we'll show some skill. They get great goaltending as well. Uh, that's what these teams offer. I think the Bruins technically are probably just a little bit better than the Islanders at this. So I'm just betting uh, with my head, not my heart here. And Bruins right now, plus 500, really good value for a team that is very, very good. All right, not bad. All right, bro, Bri, I made fun of Carolina Winnipeg, a potential final, <laughs> but you and Harry would be, um, mm. I wouldn't say excited. You're just picking it on the show, but you mm. have Carolina to win it all. Yeah, I like I like those odds at 12 to 1. Like, look, that the only thing with Colorado, while they do by far look like the best team, the one thing is that we really forget is maybe the rest of that division really sucks. I mean, maybe. you really don't know. And so, I mean, I, I, I would say Vegas is good, but... Well, Vegas the, just came off a of game seven. It's yeah. kind of expect, expected yeah. that they get not seven one, maybe to get the trounce, but uh, and maybe you're right about the blues. But until I see them slow down, I kind of like the abs. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, it's tough to tell how good some of these teams really are. But that being said, I think there is some value in uh, twelve to one for the Hurricanes uh, after losing game one. Look, if they won game one, they probably would have been four to one where the Lightning are sitting right now. Um, but they played really well in that game. It was just one of those hockey games, right? It's one of those games you just a little bit unlucky. Um, mm. They easily could have won that. I think this series still goes seven games, and if they survive, I like their chances uh, moving forward. So I do like twelve to one odds. Um, I I wouldn't mind a few of these higher odd teams because yeah. even now even the Islanders twelve to one. I mean, they got a shot. I like the Hurricanes yeah. too. Spaghetti, yeah. we're down to eight. Rudigan, trust aside, give us a pick. Well, I got to stick with my picks we made in our draft, so it's either the Bruins or Hurricanes for me. But I will say the Avalanche look like they're an all-star team, so it's pretty hard to go against them. All right, meatballs, and no comment is not acceptable right now. And you could, if you want, you could say aside from the Islanders, who who would you take, or you could take the Islanders. Well, I, I do like the Islanders. I've been riding with them all year on minus three, but I actually like Harry's Jets pick. Believe it or not, you do. <laughs> yeah, meatballs it's, picked the Jets over Edmonton, so I think it was the only did. one. Mark Scheifele is one of the best players in the league. So yeah. Meatballs didn't you know, get enough credit they, for that. Pick. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. I know. That freaking Edmonton team. I don't know. I don't know. You know, Damashek has this argument like, oh, how does Batman? He learned at the knee of silver. How does he not fix it so the best players don't advance in the in the hockey, like the like basketball? I was like, well, I don't know. Connor McDavid could have you don't see James Harden with three straight four point games, right? Like that. Right. I think that's it. You'll see a hockey star shit the bed. Sorry, Sidney Crosby sure. and Malkin also uh, amongst those. Um, I don't know how much you could fix it if you're a if you're a hockey commissioner. And also, Steph Curry awesome. didn't make the playoffs either. So I don't know. I don't know what what's to be said there, right? Spaghetti. Is that just another damn check theory we could toss aside? I, I fought about uh, him with that in the last show, just basically saying that Winnipeg, which I, I get where Harry's coming from, 
uh, versus Edmonton. They're a really good defensive team. They have one of the best goaltenders in the league. Mm -hmm. And outside of the McDavid line, Edmonton stinks. So, I mean, Dave, with this whole thing of the commissioner needs to propel a star, it's like, well, (laughs) that roster does not, that roster does not have a lot of me on the bone outside of the dry side of McDavid line. So I think, I think Dave is completely wrong with that, with that take. Well, there you go. Now, and not just that pick. So listen tomorrow. I'll be completely wrong with others. By the way, I have a proposition and I'm going to, I'm going to put it out here. Maybe he shouldn't hear about it first. I think I want to ban Pittsburgh sports talk for like two weeks. What do you think, <laughs> Spaghetti? On on, I can't I can't control uh, minus three. What he says, he's he's a maniac there. But at least on extra points, I'm thinking like this is the biggest distance. The Penguins being ousted, and between that and the Steelers opening kickoff, that's the most time we can actually talk, not have to talk about Pittsburgh sports. The Pirates are out of it, right? Unless right. Aaron yeah. Rodgers gets straight to the Steelers, why do we have to talk about Pittsburgh sports? Spaghetti, you with me? Oh, you mean for once we could actually use my rundown <laughs> instead of just <laughs> diverting to 45 minutes of, steel, of disrespecting Ben Roethlisberger? Talk? You know, I, Sal, I am so for this idea. Uh, I love okay. it. Okay, It's like two weeks. That's all I'm asking for. Two weeks, and it'll still be mm. ridiculous to talk about Pittsburgh sports on June 15th, but... Um, you know, I, I, I just, yeah, I'm going to propose this. Let's see what happens. If Pittsburgh was a great sports town, wouldn't they have an NBA well, team? Well, that's the thing. It's like, Hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. If you had an NBA team, go. we talk about them right now, but we don't need to because yeah. the pirates suck. They don't know how to get a force out at first. And, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Like, just, let's just give it a rest. I don't know. Uh, spaghetti. I would love to see uh, your rundown side by side with what is spoken about on Thursday or Friday with you and Hench. And, and of course, I know it's no fault of your own, but I would love to see. All right, here's what we <laughs> talked about. And uh, yet we're talking now about, uh, what was it? New Guinea? I, 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 I don't even know what Hench was talking about. The territory in, in South Africa. I don't know. Whatever it ends up being. Oh, hey, let's talk NFL. We have a couple minutes before Jerry Ferrara jumps on with us. Not a big deal here. Mahomes says an undefeated season is the only thing left to do for the Chiefs. Let's have a quick discussion because FanDuel actually has odds on undefeated seasons only for the Bucks and Chiefs. Chiefs 27 to 1, Bucks 50 to 1. Parlay kid, I don't think these are good odds for either of these teams or any team ever competing for that undefeated mark, especially with the extra game now. It should be about 100 to 1. It's never happened before. Dolphins were 14 and 0. The Pats were 16 and 0 against mostly a crap division in the AFC East. Um, you don't have those divisions where three teams roll over unless you're the NFC East and four teams roll over. But you know what I'm saying? I don't think anyone's going 17 to no. Anything uh, jump out at you, Chiefs or Bucks? Which is the better bet? Or No, or- so neither of them. Uh, right. th- no team will ever again go undefeated uh, during the uh, I'm with you. regular season in the NFL. It's never going to happen. Uh, teams will either rest players. It won't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. What team is going to be 16 to no? And or fifteen and zero, even say fourteen and zero, and is going to need to win the last two or three games. It's it's really not going to happen. It's so and and I, I don't really get Mahomes' statement here. How about winning like yeah right five more Super Bowls? Yeah. I mean, like how how is how you know how about winning the most being you know the most successful quarterback of all time? Undefeated is the only like the last thing they have to accomplish. Yeah, I'm I think he really thinks sure I think he thinks he beat the Bucks in February. I'm not sure I, what right where that comes exactly. From. I, mm. I, it's not th- these those days are over. It's not happening. It's never happening again uh, with the team going undefeated. Just not going. To I'm a hundred percent with you. Chiefs twenty seven one. I think they definitely get a loss in the first five weeks. Open up against mm-hmm. the Browns at the Ravens versus the Chargers at Philly, and then home for Buffalo, a team they've beaten like twice or three times in like 
at uh, 100 weeks or something stupid. Um, all right, Harry, anything here? Does anything jump out at you? I, I definitely agree with you guys. I don't think it's going to happen. A KC, especially if it, if there was, I'd, I'd lean more towards the Bucs and KC. KC won 10 games last year by single digits. They were 21st versus the run. Um, their schedule this year actually doesn't look that difficult. They get the NFC East. Um, um, but we can uh, put all the undefeated season talk to, to bed in week one because I'm calling it right now straight up. They're losing the Baker and the Browns in week one. All right. Well, you know what? Ooh. The other team that they list, the Bucs, are going to lose to Dallas, the 2021-22 NFL champions right there. That's So uh, you can't go undefeated, Brother Bry. Has Brady ever week lost one. the Cowboys? I don't know. What no. is it? What, what could yeah, it be? Probably, I don't think so. Three? Just, He's only just, sorry, just throwing it times. out there. At Rams, at Pats, at Colts versus Bills, plus the, the division gunning for them. They lost five games last year. And uh, I don't think they get there. Yeah, Although, f- 50 yeah. to one's better than 27 yeah. to one for sure. Right. Well, right. let's not forget even how competitive the Raiders are with them. Right. I mean, the fact that the Raiders right. have a shot at being the mm-hmm. one of two. I mean, you know. Right. That's, that's... right. <laughs> I did forget. Well, let's, also say for the box. let's also say for the Bucs, <laughs> no breeze in that division. And now you got now you, you get Darnold. So I don't know. It's 50 to tough to get up tempting. for 17 straight games. Come on. They were four this, and two in the division. They beat they beat Carolina twice last year. So what does that matter? Who's the quarterback? I'm just I, throwing I out there. Darnold's the quarterback. The quarterback has to be held. Everything's got it. I mean, there's no way. It's not happening. Yeah. Brian. All right. So we're all stayaways for this, right? Stay with us. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. All right. There he is. Probably the best friend of the show right here. Definitely the parlay kid <laughs> and brother Bry's best friend. They won't leave this guy alone. Big, big Knicks fan. <laughs> big, big TV star, movie star. Let's throw it all out there. Jerry Ferraro. What's happening, pal? Oh, uh, you know, just uh, <laughs> trying to stay optimistic <laughs> in these in these tough times we have as a Nick fan. But uh, I, I, I feel good. I feel good. You are as rowdy as a Nick fan could be without being at the games. You're like oh, all over the refs, all over this, all over that. I don't blame you. These games are so crazy and so intense. But also the team is not bad. I mean, in a way, you're kind of lucky to be down only 3-1, like that this is still a series, right? Am I looking at this the wrong way? When your two no. stars underperform, I think you can only bet the uh, blame the ref so much, right? I, I think you're looking at it the right way. I mean, I, I and I did finally at one point say, like, all right, I'm actually responding too much to everybody. <laughs> Do you remember that moment where you're like, Shit, yeah. I'm talking. I'm I'm responding too much on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I need to play it cool here. Uh, I had a few moments like that, but yeah, look, the ref stuff doesn't really bother me. I do think it's wild. Like, do we need another player that could just lurch their head back and get a foul whenever they want? We already have like three. Now right. we could add one more to the list with Trey Young. But yeah, Sal, I think you're right. Like, we we should have been swept. The fact that we are coming back for a game five, and I actually saw things in game four uh, up until the half where we just missed some opportunities. Like it, that was a winnable game. Game three was not winnable. Mm. Game four was winnable, even though the score didn't reflect it. So uh, we're all going to be saying like, oh, just show uh, Julius, just give it to us, baby. Come on, we'll 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 win if you do what you've done. Jeez. Well, now the parlay kid, jump in here, parlay kid. You blame R.J. Barrett as much as or even more so than Julius Randle, right? Yeah, I'll give Barrett a pass in Game Four. He, he got off to a slow start, but he picked his game up. But it was probably too little, too late. But yeah, I think Barrett's got to take some responsibility here too. I mean, he is still a 20, 21 year old kid. This is his first go around. I guess it's really Julius's too, and and you know in prime time. But 
Uh, I think Barrett's got to bear some responsibility as well. Uh, they have missed, RJ especially has really missed a lot of open looks uh, in this series. Uh, but man, so I think he gets it back. I think the Knicks do win this game here, Sal. Really? Uh, game five. But I, unlike Jerry, I, I look at it like this. This series could easily be two to two. Mm. Forget, like, you know, mm. it really could. They, Knicks could have just as easily had game one. And this could be two to two. I'm just talking about winning our home games right now. But like Jerry said, we can win this one. There's a chance because if somehow you got to game seven at the Garden, the Knicks are winning that game. Right. Right. So I look at it like one game at a time here, win game five. Somehow, maybe you just play the game of your life in Atlanta in game six, and then you'd win game seven. So I'm not giving up hope either here. I think the Knicks can still make some noise, especially if their best players play the way they played all year long. All right, now you're taking Barrett over 15 and a half. You like him to go 16 or better. Uh, yes. Jerry, you like that? Barrett over 15 and a half points. That's my best <clears throat> bet here in this Nick game. I think he found a little something. He got, you know, he ended up with 21 the other day. He kind of uh, blew. He was over 14 and a half the other day. So they added a point to this, but I like this one, so. Uh, you I know like what? I'm it. trying to read Jerry's reactions, and he's a, he's a world-class actor, so I'm not sure. I think he's just trying to pacify the parlay kid. I don't know if he's on board with this Barrett bet. No, here's a, here's why I like it, okay? First of all, you know they're most likely going to get the calls. We talked about the refs, so you mm. know if there is any, any truth to that, the foul calls will probably swing their way, and Barrett's super aggressive. I do think the Knicks might show a lineup uh, – that to me, I think they're going to go Rose, Barrett, Burks, uh, Randall, and whoever at center. Because I think they're also at the point where Bullock really, uh, and no disrespect, he kind of has to sit a little bit because at the very least, if he's not making his shots, you have to have a player in there that could at least make Trey Young have to play defense. And they're hiding him on Bullock all game. So mm-hmm. I think we actually yep. got to reduce Bullock's minutes. Yep. And then I think Trey Young might get caught on RJ a little bit. I love the RJ over 16 at the Garden. I really do. Hey, and Jerry, can we get Capella out of the paint for crying out loud? I mean, he's just sitting down, camping out. The Knicks had to have made an appeal to the league regarding that, right? He's uh, you just camping out. Defensive three seconds. We got called for long. it twice. Okay, twice. Not one call on Capella. That's my biggest beef in this series. Capella does not leave that area. He doesn't leave the restricted. Mm. He just sits there all game. All well. game. Jerry, I uh, if you now so you're sequestered in Ohio right now. You have those floor seats. What would you be screaming the obscenities to Trey Young? I mean, you're a man who takes pride in his own hair. I can see it. I mean, it's very early in the morning. <laughs> so it's already done listen, well. Trey Young is not. He does not. So what, what? Where would you be on this? I'm all about talking shit to the players. I kind of always have rules, even whether if you're playing any pickup sport. I have the same rule. Mm-hmm. Like you just don't get personal. That's how I view. I don't really? care how raucous of a yeah. New York crowd you want to be. You talk about my game, his mm-hmm. game, whatever. You suck. Like I don't get into the personal shit because I do think that crosses the line. But yeah, I'd be, I'd be definitely talking. I mean, doing this every time you hit a jumper, like I don't get it. I, I think it's one of the lamest. Like yeah. you know, the, the three to the dome is better than the oh I'm chill I'm ice like it just doesn't work for me. So right. if I was a judge on like America's Got Talent, I'd just be like no that does not work. <laughs> We feel the same way. I have very few rules on this podcast, but one of them is, hey, guys, we can't get personal. About right. Anything. Sal doesn't ever get personal. Really? Yeah. Exactly. Jerry, yeah, Jerry so, that's, so, so, uh, so last week, Sal calling me a hippopotamus in front of Brett Favre. That was okay. That's not personal Did I say at all. That? 
That's not personal. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> no, not right. personal. That's a fact. Okay. We, That's just Harry, a fact. I don't see I think, <laughs> Can we get Jerry to the game? Can we? I mean, Jerry probably really needs to be at these next three Nick games. I have uh, tickets for them to, to game have a five. Chance. I have tickets to game five. He can't go. He made a deal with us where he has to stay away for 15 years so that the Knicks can win that. It's a hypothetical. I'm in witness protection over that's here. It. But Sal just out, out to my location. Every, that's what you would do, Sal. If you ever had I'm a sorry. friend who's in witness protection, you'd be like, oh yeah, Jerry, he, he ratted on the mob and he's in Ohio. Oh shit, I probably was supposed right. to say that. You're right. I wouldn't be good for that. All right, yeah, let's bleep that, Jim. Let's give, uh, well, unless I give a phony one right now. <laughs> no, uh, I don't care. Billings, Montana. Was very, his own, Jerry Ferraris. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Harry, I don't know if you're kissing uh, Jerry's ass or not here, but you're going Julius Randle over points. I'm going to go over 22 and a half. Um, he lit Atlanta up during the regular season, as we know, but obviously has been very uh, disappointing to Knicks fans so far in the series. But he did have 23 on Sunday, and this might just be uh, the Hawks in a giveaway game here, giving away uh, game five. Um, the refs getting giving the Knicks a lot of calls. Uh, and then they move on to Atlanta in game six and probably win it. But Randall at least gives the Madison Square Garden faithful something to cheer for, mm. a solid game, and he goes over 22. I feel like he's, that's a tonight. dig at you, Jerry, saying you're not one of the faithful. But the faithful. Will, no, not will, at all. Just all the right. faithful that are there, and they've yeah. been rockets, and they've been they've been pumped up for the games and, uh, and probably should have won game one, like you guys mentioned. But still, I think today uh, he gets some calls, uh, goes to the line a lot, and shoots a little bit better and over 22 points. There you go. I right, like Jerry. it, Harry. It does. It, that one worries me more than the Barrett one, though. I, I see. I get. I like your points, and I would put some money on that. That I do Ooh. worry about that one. Do what's the what's Obi's over under? Do we, we have a oh, no. Do they have it? I don't, if they even I don't, have it, I love I that. Over. I'd be all over. That over. I'd be blind. all over it if they had it. But they don't have, have that, it, huh? I found it's. Uh, I, I found it. It's uh, negative three and a half. Over <laughs> <under>. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, there it is. Not- I would take it blind. I That's how much I think he's going to drop, like, 12. And that's definitely over, whatever it is. So <laughs> They don't have it listed, Fandle. Yeah. I, they, they might eventually. But, you know, they have Todd Gibson, Bullock, all these guys. They don't have How you have Todd wow. Gibson and not Obi Toppin? I, I mean, I know Todd plays a lot more, but Obi has scored more points, I think, than Todd in yeah. this series. Yeah. I don't know. All right, Bri, you're, you're <laughs> the, the least faithful of the faithful. Um, because you can't touch this game, you you like the over. Uh, yeah, I can't touch this because I I keep betting the Knicks and I keep losing on them, so I <laughs> I, I don't deserve. I should not touch them again. But um, I would take the under two hundred eight. I mean, I do think if the Knicks are going to win this game, they're going to have to win ugly. I mean, you know, we've talked about how awful their offense has been, but I will say you you do have to give the Hawks uh, defense a, a lot of credit. I mean, they really turned things around halfway through the season, how great they are. And, and like Jerry was saying before, like we just have not exploited like the Trey young matchups at all. That was a really good point because literally you could just put them on Bullock. You're like, all right, just guard the three point line. Um, but I, you know, I do think Bullock will probably still be in there and it'll still be pissing us off. But even Bogdanovich has been great defensively. Um, even though he fouls us on pretty much every play. Uh, so I do think this is going to be, it seems like a hundred to 95 type of game. I mean, if you told me, I mean, this line is 208, right? If you told me this, this game was like 185 total, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. If you told me it was 235, I'd say, get the hell out of here. There's no right. way there's going to be that many points. So that's why um, I do think it's probably like 190 something points in this game. All right, Jerry, I found one for us. Here okay. it is. <laughs> Julius Randle, triple double. And the Knicks win 17 to 1 odds. Now, listen, he went 23, 10, and 7 in game four. 
The last yeah. three regular season games were against Boston, Charlotte, and San Antonio. He either hovered around the three D number, or he had it. I think against Charlotte, he had the triple double. So he's been there, and he's got to step right. If he doesn't step up here, where the hell is it going to happen? A triple double and the Knicks win at seventeen to one. Come on, come on! I'm in. I'm That's in. Good. Take my money yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm putting my I'm, I'm putting my debit cover card number. This in is the, the game chat. you're going to get calls by the referees too. Yeah, I yeah, love that. Sal. Points and everything, but yeah, he'll dish I like it. So I think I, I think the only thing I'd worry about is the assist total there. But he's going to have. He's yep. always in. You know, it's always close. There he hit know. RJ with like four wide open threes that's that he right. missed. That's, that would have been the triple double probably in game four. Exactly. RJ knocks exactly. those down. So uh, I am right. Listen, I will. I, I want that one. All I'm right. in on that. You know that's what? I'm going to put fifty dollars on it for you for jumping on here with the uh, uh, me and these these guys, and uh, we're going to do it. Eight fifty. We'll take that, and then you know we'll get you a train back to New York City. We'll take that eight hundred fifty dollars <laughs> from wherever you are. I don't know. I said Ohio. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. And Jerry's risking a lot. Like I said, he has a, a straight up bet with Trey Young. They switch hair if the Hawks <laughs> advance. That's not, that's not good for you. Again, that's not personal at all. That's no, I know. I, I know it's not personal. But. Follically speaking, that is not personal <laughs> at all. Uh, no, Sal, listen, I, I, I'll bet almost anything, but I am not betting my hair on anything. Right. <laughs> I'll ride this train till it's over. It will end one day. And God then I'll it. gracefully say, it? okay, it's over. How's he look younger than I know, I know I'm embarrassing, oh. you, but he looks younger than he was 20 years ago. What's the damn <laughs> secret, Jerry? Uh, you can't tell yeah. us? I, mm, it's not really a secret, but yeah, I was doing a lot of dumb shit when I was 20. So. <laughs> but rooting for the Knicks is, one, is, is amongst the dumbest yeah. shit, right? And you still you still look good. All right. Jerry looks 10 years younger than he did when he was a turtle. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Harry. All right. I appreciate uh, that, Harry. Of course, bud. <laughs> of course. Harry, you, I, don't like, I like it better when it's personal. I, I also really. have, like, I know my angles on Zoom now. Like, oh, you do? I, yeah. yeah, like like any good actor, <laughs> I got my side, I got the light. I, I gotcha. know my angles on Zoom. In person, I people have actually told me, wow, you look so much better on Zoom than you do in person. Right. You have, like, a pit crew of, like, uh, people who powder you and you get rouge at it, and we don't, we don't even see it here on Zoom. Jerry, what do you have to promote? I know you're all over, but everyone wants to talk to you, um, you know, with this big uh, Knicks Hawks matchup. Hopefully it goes longer than five games for God's sakes, but where, where could people see you and check out your stuff? Well, I'll tell you right now that the one thing I do want to say that the reason why I'm not going to the Knicks game tomorrow mm. is because I do have to uh, get to New York uh, June 10th. Cause this, uh, this film that I produced and co-starred and got into Tribeca Film mm -hmm. Festival. So I want to kind of be there for that. And I'm choosing that over Nick's Game 5, which I'm sure some fans would hate. Okay. Uh, and I actually had my first movie ever was at Tribeca 20 years ago. So every 20 years, I actually have oh, a movie nice. that is, nice. is good awesome. and watchable and that gets in the film festival. You're, you're going to show up and they're going to be like, well, get lost, kid. We're waiting on Pretty Ferrara. much. Yeah. <laughs> you, you look younger now yeah. than you did when you did the movie. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but that's coming out later that fall. So hopefully you'll have me back on when I can actually talk more intelligently about that movie. Of course. And uh, yeah, just if you mm. want to see some angry tweets, I will respond to you again during game five. If you want a response <laughs> for me on Twitter, at Jerry Ferrara during the Knicks game, I guarantee I will respond oh, if you troll me. Jerry's dying to get canceled. He's, uh, he's, he's, reading he's trading his hair with Trey Young, and he's looking to get canceled because of uh, uh, an angry tweet. God bless you, Jerry. Personal. <laughs> he doesn't get personal. He doesn't get personal. Well, thanks for coming on, buddy. Good luck. Let's keep it going, all right? 
And you're Always, in for fifty dollars, seventeen to one, triple double for uh, Randall on the Knicks win. Yeah, we're I all gonna, that bet. We're all gonna I do that. I love that bet. All right, good times, Jerry. All right, fellas. Thanks, Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Thanks Jerry. All right, later, guys. Talk there to you he later, is. All right, Jerry Ferrara. He's confident. I do see he's confident. I like that bet, seventeen to one. I like we're betting mm. all the Knicks over, and just do it already, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, let's. We should. We all have to. Do, we all have to do the Randall bet because if Randall sucks again, though, it'll be just funny us going back and forth. Like, oh yeah, right. shit, that's let's true. Let's do it. Let's all right, do I'm it. getting everybody yep. in on that. Uh, hey, Sharp Tank, yep. you guys pick your best bets. Let's hear it. I forgot what it was over the weekend. Harry, you lost, uh, right? Uh did I, Brian? Uh, I don't even remember <laughs> what you. You don't remember what you had. I lost. Uh, I, I had the. I had the wings. Dallas Wings at WNBA. Did all three of us lose it? I what? Jeez. We might have lost. All right, let's jump back here. Brian, you're going WNBA again, right? Yeah, so, I'm going uh, WNBA. There's a full slate on of uh, games. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the Aces plus one and a half, mm-hmm. minus one fourteen at the Sun. Um, the Aces have been playing. I mean, they've been great the last few games. I know they've beaten up on the Fever who, who stink, but. Uh, I think they will get revenge on the Sun, who who beat them earlier in the season. I think by seven, especially after the Sun coach, you know, he got fined and suspended for commenting on uh, Kambaja's weight. Uh, so I think that'll be a big game for them to come out and uh, kind of beat the Sun up a little. Plus, the Sun have struggled; they've lost two of the last three. Although they've been to good teams, so but they did blow a lead the other day. I think they were up, they were up like twelve or fifteen to to Minnesota and they lost mm-hmm. that game. So I like uh, the Aces getting a point and a half here. Uh, I wish I would have heard this ahead of time. I bet the Seattle Storm on uh, Fox Bet Live minus 14. Oh, uh, uh, that's okay. Yeah, the, the, fever, <laughs> the fever are terrible. I mean, the Storm should win. I mean, that's a, they, I did like they, four, two minutes of research. That's they, what yeah, saying. they just lost by like, yeah, 30 to the Fever. So that should be another blowout. All right, Brian, I will consider the Aces plus one and a half. Uh, Parley Kid. What you going with? Yeah, looking back, Harry, I think you hit your sharp tank with the Hurricanes. Uh, minus yes, one four. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, yeah. I had uh, I had the Vegas Knights Thanks, hit Steve. that that day, and but the Leafs, the Leafs screwed me in game mm. their game six. Mm. So uh, I hit. I I've been terrible with my sharp tank picks. So you won't like this one, Sal, since you're all over the Avs. Right. I'm taking the Golden Knights here plus one sixty to beat mm. the Avalanche in game two. Uh, look, if you look at the regular season, the, uh, Vegas was, uh, you know, neck neck and neck with the Avs the whole season, finishing two points behind them. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think had the greatest goal differential in the league were the Knights, uh, barely uh, eclipsing the goal differential for the Avalanche, but they did, were the leader nonetheless. They are a good team. I don't think it ever bothers a good team like the Knights to just get blown out like they did in game one. I really don't think it makes a difference. If you lose 2-1 or 7-1, to one, yeah. it does not matter, especially in hockey. So I'm going to take the Vegas Knights here to rebound. They're a very good team and and pull off a slight upset here at plus 160. Let's take the Knights. All right. Now, Ryan Reeves was suspended, right? Is he out the next game? Like p- p- fighting and pulling hair or something? I don't know. Yeah, I believe, I believe that's the other Ryan. the case. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, all right, Harry. What are you going? You had the Canes. What do you like? I had the Canes. At, uh, that's right. So now I've hit three out of my last four sharp tanks. Oh, let's talk. A, this. Let's talk a little baseball here. Let's go Blue Jays. Minus one and a half tonight. Plus 122. Oh, no. I, know my guy, I know who's starting. I know who's starting. My man, Robbie Ray is on the bump. He owns the Marlins historically. 
Last six starts versus Miami, uh, he has given up two earned runs or less in all of them. 40 strikeouts <laughs> over those six starts. Blue Jays, minus one and a half, plus 122. Uh, I think I got to go with it. Only so we could be mad when it when they lose uh, eight to two, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he, he goes three and a third. <laughs> Gives seven Owns runs. the Marlins. Owns yeah. It. All right, I'll go with you, Harry. Blue Jays right. minus one and a half. There you go. You're coming uh, off that Canes win, right. and that's our Sharp Tank segment. Hey, Jim, Joel, what are the extra points? Best point, worst point made in the last hour? We'll start with Joel. You're usually very rosy, very positive. What are you going to say about the best point? Uh, as exciting as it would be to go with the Sonny Vaccaro of Manhattan Beach Little League, uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to go with Darren, the parlay kid, uh, DeAndre Ayton, uh, over 14 and a half. He's right. Um, with no AD and coming home. Plus, uh, in the last 35 years, only four players with 75 points and 50 rebounds through their first four playoff games. Shaq, David Robinson, Ewing, DeAndre Ayton. But most importantly, I think he likes him because the first initial and last name spells Dayton. Oh. kid, always ahead of the curve. I'm going with <laughs> Is that true, got that right. Is that right? <laughs> That's crazy. It's always in the back of the head. It's always in the Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Now, Jim. We'll be topping over. <laughs> if you could find a line on it. Jim. <laughs> Give us, uh, you know, bring us back down to earth here. <laughs> I wanted to go with Harry for um, leaving out. Oh, really? Any, really? Any, you want to go with Believe it or not, right. um, <laughs> yeah. leaving out any details of how much money he had riding on those Little League games <laughs> while we were all running the book. <laughs> and also not giving, you know, out the mystery of how someone who went 11 for 11 on base uh, took themselves out of the championship game, which... Well. Can remain wow. a mystery. It's Love. like the Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl. It's yeah. just gonna be a mystery forever. You know what? He saw <laughs> Naomi Osaka and he was like, you know, I could do this too. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to do this. Yeah. Instead, <laughs> I guess I'll go with uh Harry for uh, rooting <laughs> against his own bet in the Mavs Clippers. Yeah, what's that, Harry? I, I hope this bet I just I, I have to take the Clippers, take the Mavs, and I hate I the know, series. but you don't I'm say I hope this bet. Like if Parley Kid wants to say I you know, I'm taking the Hawks uh, plus a point look. and a half. I hope this bet loses. Like that's different, right? You don't, right, you don't root right. for any of those. I don't, look, I don't do that, but in this series I'm doing it because I hate this series. Well, just take a player prop or something. What are you what are you doing? All right, what uh, Paul George under Forget it. Sucks, it's way too late. <laughs> hey, we got email. It's cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com from Spain. Ivan Prieto Garcia says, Hi, big fan from Spain. I want to share my personal bed ache from the weekend. I had Hawks first quarter money line in game three. (laughs) How is it possible to lose this bet up four with 12 seconds to go? I guess so. I guess he had it even, whatever. Up four with 12 seconds to go. Ridiculous. Keep up the good work. Best regards. Yvonne, I'm looking at the um, play-by-play here. It's worse than that. It was 1.1 seconds left. Well, they threw it out of bounds. So the the, the Knicks were up. I yeah. mean, Knicks, Knicks scored eight points in the last 14 seconds. They they got wow. fouled. They got fouled on a three, three with with, yep. with 1.1 left. Right. They hit the three uh, free yes. throws, and then they turned. I think Gallinari, did Gallinari throw the ball away? I Gallinari out of bounds, bad pass turnover. Yeah. Bullock makes uh, all three free throws to make it 29-28. Gallinari, bad pass turnover with 1.1, and then 
Julius Randle. Randle. 25 right. foot yeah. three pointer. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I, live, when we were watching it live, I sent you guys a text like, holy yeah. shit, that was one of the worst things. I, had, I was Hawks. on the other end of that. I had the Knicks mm-hmm. first there you quarter. Go. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> it's good to know that bad, bad aches uh, exist some outside the United States, too. So sorry it's going on in <laughs> Spain. But uh, thank you, Yvonne Prieto Garcia, for the email. That's fun. All right, everybody, uh, we will see you for Race to 10 Tuesday tonight. We'll give you a heads up. We have, who do we have, Bri? We have have the Celtics Celtics. plus plus 150. Plus 150. Mm. Now, we won three weeks in a row. I think, Bri, you got us started on this winning streak, right? Yes, yes. I got us what I won against the Knicks, right? I think I had the Lakers. Let's do that. Tristan Thompson, Mm -hmm. win the tip, make four shots in a row. Let's get right there. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. Ah, for the degenerate trifecta, for babyface Joel Solomon, for heel producer Jim Cunningham and the great Jerry Ferrara, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now-